Primo production, she put on for a shot. In this big city, I want them to mention me. <laughs> Talk your shit, Bree. Hello, everyone. We are back. First, I would like to thank you guys for listening to the Bring More Productions podcast and apologize for last week. Unfortunately, we didn't have an episode for last week, but we are back. We are preparing preparing for the sixth annual Bring More Productions fashion show here in Dallas. And as you guys know um, of me... Well, of course, you guys don't know, but once the planning of the fashion show happens, my brain becomes the matrix and I have a lot of things going on because I want everything to be organized and structured. And I want everyone that's involved to really get to experience um, a great, memorable fashion event. So right now I'm the matrix. Um, But we have a special guest today, Idora of... Uh, Shudil, she's the marketing director, and today we're going to speak about the state of retail, and I thought this would be the perfect conversation to have with Idora, because she have had countless of years in the re- retail industry. <laughs> More than you know. And I'm going to allow her to introduce herself so you guys can get familiar with her, but from what I have gathered, she's educated. She's black. <laughs> She's um, melanin popping. Fierce. <laughs> you definitely got to learn from her. Um, and most importantly, she supports. So, Idora, thank you for attending. Thank you for having me, Bree. Thank you for coming out. I really appreciate it. Thank you. So, um, give the people an idea of who you are. Okay. Well, like you said, my name is Idora Caldwell, and I'm the marketing director for Shudil Incorporated, which is basically, we're, we're kind of renaming, rebranding uh, ourselves as the Fashion Nova of shoes, basically. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, we have six DFW locations here, of course, in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and two locations in Houston. And, I mean, we pretty much sell everything from sandals, boots, uh, booties, uh, beautiful heels, um, shoot, we, we sell sneakers. everything. Yes, yeah, sneakers, um, classy shoes, sunglasses. club shoes, yes, yeah, sunglasses, purses. Um, yeah, we pretty much everything. I mean, we anything that a woman, we sell women in young girl shoes from nine to four. And women's shoes from 5 to 12. Mm. So, yeah. We actually do get some 12s in. And actually, uh, our buyer, the owner, he's actually trying to get more 12s because there's obviously, you know, a need for big feet. <laughs> I'm one of them. I wear size 10 and 11. So, I feel your pain, girl. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but, yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, I've been the marketing director. I've been working with Shooting Incorporated for, want to say, almost eight years now. It's been so long. Um I've been working with them a long, long time and seeing the brand grow over the years, seeing them, you know, from one store on LBJ to now six in the DFW, you know, area. And um, we really have a cult following, so to speak, of just people who really, really love our shoes. So 
Yeah. And I, for you guys that are um, a little confused on when she said Fashion Nova of shoes, <laughs> that means that it's fast, fast fashion plus 10. Mm-hmm. So if you see like a design on Instagram that everybody is rocking, you know, it's trendy. Most likely it will be in the store the very next day. Right. That's how fast it is. And um, I was there yesterday. And my friend actually had on a pair of boots that she purchased mm-hmm, from mm-hmm. Shoe Deal. And I was Miss like, Sashay. I didn't even know she got them from there. Oh, you did it? Uh-uh. Yeah, she was rocking the mess out of them boots. She was rocking the boots. <laughs> and he was like, oh, yeah, those are already gone. I was like, dang. Yeah, yeah. Our turnover is really, really fast. Because you're right. If you see something trendy and hot um, that's out in the streets, either Shoe Deal is getting it or we've already had it because literally we could get a truck in on Tuesday and everything off that truck can be gone by Thursday. It literally, our turnover is just that fast and people know that. And on top of that, our prices yeah, are ridiculously, yeah, we was mm. ridiculously affordable. I mean, our shoes started six ninety seven and up and, you know, now we're in boot season. I mean, our boots range from twelve ninety seven, And I think the highest boot we have in the store has been like thirty nine ninety seven. But that's really, really rare for boots to be. I mean, that's got to be a kick-ass boot for it to be thirty nine ninety seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It has to be like a, a feathered boot. Yeah. Or all the way up the leg boot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Most likely with different textures. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, for the most part, um, shoe deal is very affordable. Like, very affordable. You want to stay trendy. Um, you want to stand out. You definitely need to go to shoe deal to pick up your shoes. So, let's talk about retail. Because mm. we've noticed that a lot of retailers are... Filing, they yeah. are either closing or they filing a bankruptcy. <clears throat> what do you think is happening in the real retail industry for um, these companies to be falling short? Well, number one, the buyers, you know, the customers are smarter. Mm-hmm. I really, I have to start with that. Customers are smarter. Um, you know, online is killing the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, online shopping, Amazon. Uh, get places like Fashion Nova, you know, uh, other online retailers, they're killing the game. It's so much cheaper to, you know, have products in a warehouse somewhere, post a picture on a website and pull it from the stock instead of having brick and mortar stores, you know, paying employees, dealing with overhead, rent. Um, You know, there's a lot to having a brick and mortar store. There's a huge overhead to that. And you really can cut all that out by just going online. So it's a matter of, I really feel like the customers are smarter. They're a little bit more savvy. So back in the day, if you saw a shoe at DSW, you will say about just five, 10 years ago, if I saw a shoe at DSW, I am not going to drive around to every single store, pay less, shoe deal, uh, Macy's, you know, all the major shoe retailers where you could find that shoe. I'm not going to drive around and try to look for that shoe because that is daunting, taxing, and costing me more money to probably just buy the shoe. Yeah, wasting (laughs) gas, wasting time. You know what I mean? But now if I see a shoe is so so if I you know if so I see the DSW, I'm not gonna drive around and look for this shoe. Probably just gonna purchase shoe right there in this store because just the idea of doing all of that is exhausting just to think about, right? But now, if I see a shoe at DSW, all I have to do is take a picture of the box, 
scan the barcode, <laughs> you know what I mean? Or type in the brand and the style and a plethora of retailers or online stores that sell that same shoe at the same price or probably cheaper. I can look that up in like 10 seconds right there in the middle of DSW. So that they don't have my size, well, let me find out who else. Let me find out who does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I say our customers are smarter now, they know how to find what they want and they don't have to necessarily get it from that one specific store. And so if you're not if you're not creating your brand or creating your marketing structure to atone for that, then you're losing out on money. You got a whole bunch of holes and all that money is seeping through and going to somebody else. So what do the retailers need to do to um, make that available for their customers, though. Well, so if you got a size, sorry to cut you out, but yeah, if go you ahead. got a, if you if you need a size eleven shoe and it's that particular shoe is not mm -hmm. available at DSW, mm -hmm. what can DSW do to cater to that consumer and not lose that money? Customer service. Mm. This is another thing Baby, that a lot of retailers. Let's okay, because customer service. So if you have really good retail people or sales associates that's walking that floor and if they see you standing in front of a shoe frustrated and they don't ask you hey can i help you did you need this shoe in a size and then don't offer so an extension of that is that a lot of retailers are now where you can order stuff online at the store because they have backstop in a warehouse somewhere but it might not necessarily be readily accessible at the store but it takes a customer service person yeah. To actually come over and initiate you because a lot of customers are just going to be frustrated and leave the store. Right. They're not going to come up to the front and say, hey, can you find this shoe for me? Can I order this online? I have it shipped to me. About eight out of 10 customers are not going to do that. They're just not. They're just going to leave the store or look it up online or just let me just find another shoe. Because, you know, we're living in that microwave society where you've got 30 seconds to get someone's attention. Patience is short. People don't take the time to shop and look for stuff like they used to. If they can't get it online or if they can't get it right there, really access from the store, they moved on to something else. Yeah. So your customer service really has to be at top of the game. And honestly, retail customer service is shit. Excuse my French. It is shit. I mean, yeah, it's shit. I mean, it is one. Oh, I can curse on here. Oh, absolutely. Okay, good. Because it's shit. <laughs> I'm just saying. But it is. I mean, and that's one of the, I mean, and that's hard. I mean, and I know, um, yeah, I mean, it's 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 a problem across the board. Even sometimes, you know, with my own company, customer service sometimes can be lacking, you know. But if you're not there to catch that customer in that moment, if you're not paying attention to your customers in the store, then you're going to lose them. So customer service is key. Yes, because once is. again, we go back to point number one, our customers are smarter. So if you're not paying attention to me, I'm not going to stay here. I'm not going to give you my money. You don't care. Right. Yeah. And I also, I've noticed that um, just looking at like the larger corporations, the larger companies um, versus the smaller companies, I believe that the smaller companies are more of community oriented. Mm -hmm. So I think that's probably another route that, yeah. you know, the DSWs and the Macy's mm -hmm. and the larger um, retailers. Yeah. North but they don't have. Yeah. They don't have yeah. that community inviting. Right welcoming spirit right so sometimes because like we're fact, losing that we're yes. lo we're losing that culture yes. we're losing the mom and pop yeah we're losing that because yes. once again the amazons the microsoft's 
the you know they're they're killing the game they're taking over i mean we'll just take payless payless was one of our hugest competitors no joke you know shoe deal they're right there at our price point they sold they weren't as trendy as we were but they sold very similar styles especially when we get to the classic styles and the classic boots that we have at shoe deal they were really a direct competitor um and when they decided to close their doors and now all of their stuff is where on amazon Mm. So that was like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I mean, like for real, like you really have to pay attention. Like, so if you're a competitor and you know, Payless was a multi-million dollar company. Yes. I I was a, I'm a lover. You know, I was a lover of Payless. I mean, I got a lot, got a lot of shoes from Shoe Dip, but I got a lot of shoes from Payless too. Mm-hmm. So it's like. When they decided to close their doors, that's a wake-up call. Yeah. That's a wake-up call. And so if you are not, and they had online shopping, they had where you could purchase in the store and have it shipped to you. All those things I just talked about, they had all those things. And then they still decided to close their doors. So, you know, if you are, brick and mortar is going to have to have to step the game up. They have to. Yeah. And let's talk about the stats. Okay. Now that you brought up uh, mm-hmm. Payless, mm-hmm. Payless actually closed 2,500 stores, mm-hmm. which is all of the stores they had. Mm-hmm. Um, Charlotte Roos closed 520. Mm-hmm. They are done. Mm-hmm. Uh, Forever 21 just recently filed bankruptcy <laughs> mm-hmm. and they closed 178 stores. Mm-hmm. Are they going to? Dress Born. Baby. That hurt my heart. They hurt my heart. I was shocked. But but dress barn, but you gotta understand with dress barn, they're they're direct because you know I'm plus size. Well, shout out to the plus size hey. girls. <laughs> so dress barn is a direct competitor of Torrid, uh Lane Bryant. Uh you got and then uh New York and Company just rolled out their uh fashion figure, which is almost like a fashion nova meets meets a New York and Company for plus size females. So I know all the really great companies. So Dress Barn had this little niche of you know elderly, and I'm not. They had some cute stuff. Don't get me wrong, but they they don't cater to Generation X and down millennials, Zen X, you know Generation Z. That's not their demographic. So as we know. get older and die off, Dress Barn's going to get older and die off. They tried. I actually worked at Dress Barn for like two months. Did you? The pay was horrible, but we're going to talk about that later. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the bookmark. Mm. The sidebar. Look at mm. that. <laughs> um, I like the fact that they actually partnered with the plus size model. Is her mm-hmm. name Ashley or something? Oh, yeah, the white girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They partnered with her for her own line for plus mm-hmm. size. But it was like literally five pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the rest of the stuff, like you said, it's it's more of a Easter theme throughout the entire mat- year. Matronly. Some of the stuff can be very matronly. You really have to know how to go in there and choose yeah. you got you got to know how to choose stuff and see because yeah. sophisticated is one of my style motifs i could go in there and find really good classic pieces yeah but and then i could really find really good jewelry pieces every now and then but it would be hard for me to go in and get a whole outfit yeah because absolutely. they just don't everything just doesn't mesh together yeah. it reminds me so much of easter <laughs> yeah on a consistent basis yeah though. yeah because yeah. it's because that's patron. Mm-hmm. 
So they uh, dress. Did I just whisper that? That's matronly. Look at dress one just. Uh, they closed six hundred and fifty stores. Yeah, that that hurt my heart when I saw that. Yeah. And even Victoria's Secret closed fifty three mm-hmm. stores. Yeah, pink ain't pink no more. Pink is going into the red. That's because they have, like you said, competitors. Yeah. Online competitors, mm-hmm. they're selling the same type of merchandise yeah. for, cheaper, for cheaper, and you don't have to drive yeah. to go get it. Yeah. Or you don't have to worry, well, you got to worry about shipping costs. But I think and we then, got And also, not trying to be funny, I really feel like Victoria's Secrets, their brand has really gotten away from being for everybody. It's, they was never for everybody. I, well, I feel like in the beginning, they tried. I mean... But it's it's I feel like it's really become a lot more elitist. That's just my opinion. I don't know. Yeah, I think I can I never agree. I can never wear their stuff because I've always been a double D. And Same. so So I think you see <laughs> a, a double D bride Victoria's Secrets is like a wire around my <laughs> <laughs> that just it's no lift. There's no there's nothing going on. Do you and see these girls? I need some support. support. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I need some support. <laughs> and that's the difference between, like you said, they only have supermodels in there. Right. Yeah. And a lot of women cannot relate. Women well, can't relate to that because to that. the average size woman is a 12. Yeah. That's facts. Yeah. <laughs> And that's but, plus size in the you know in the industry. Twelve is think, plus size. I don't think they want to be for everybody though. And that's a good question to ask. Do you yeah. think companies have the right to say we don't want to be for everybody? We we have a specific yeah. demographic yeah. that we want to cater yeah. to. Okay. You have the right. You have the right to be whatever you want to be. But just make sure that's a smart business decision. Because at the end of the day, you can't. It's impossible to cater to everybody. It just is. Yeah. At the end of the day, I I tell I tell all my clients all the time, do what you do well, period. You know what I'm saying? It's not up to you to do it well for everybody. You can't be what's the saying? Um, jack of all trades, master <laughs> to none, master to none. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you gotta think about it. If you for everybody, can you keep up with that demand? No, no. It's, it's not. Cannot. It's not realistic. It's not realistic. So it's okay to have a niche. I mean, I feel like Studio has a niche. You know what I mean? We're our niche is trendy, fashionable stuff. We do sell classic boots, classic styles that stay consistently, you know, throughout the but but we're known for our trendy stuff. Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. we're known for. Absolutely. We're known for the hot shit. We known for, you know, the knockoff Gucci Gucci sneakers and the knockoff you know, uh Valencia boots, you know. That's what we known for. But even some of the things that I have picked up at shoe deals, you can't even get at these uh major retailers or you know, major designers. Yeah. Use it's a unique shoe. Right. That is only catered at Shoe deal, right. Okay, so you guys, we're going to take a short break and give a um, shout out to our sponsor and our official sponsor for the Free More Productions <laughs> fashion show. It's mm-hmm. Shoe Deal. Yes, yes. So we're going to give a shout out to Shoe Deal. We'll be right back. Do you love keeping up with the latest trends? Do you love being stylish without breaking the bank? You need to shop at Shoe Deal. Shoe Deal has the hottest and largest Selection of designer name brand shoes, boots, and accessories for women and girls. But here's the catch. Prices start at $6.97. Yes, you heard it right. $6.97. Shoe deal have six locations in the DFW area. One in North Dallas. 
two in Oak Cliff, one in Mesquite, one in Arlington, and one in Grand Prairie. And right now, if you text the number 214-470-6061, again, that's 214-470-6061, you will be invited to their private shopping event. Again, if you are looking for the hottest, the latest shoes, an affordable price, you need to shop at Shoe Deal. Tell them Bring More Production sent you. Peace. <laughs> okay, you guys, we are back and we are speaking with Idora, the marketing director for Shoe Deal Incorporated. Yes. And if you are not fully aware of Shoe Deal, Shoe Deal is a shoe retailer here in the DFW area that's catering to those that are trendy and also that's looking for shoes at an inexpensive price. And Amen. Very much one of my favorite stores. Yay. Shoe Deal <laughs> and Target. You mean Target? Target. <laughs> <laughs> Baby. <laughs> You better you better say that. Baby. What? Okay, so my next question is using your expertise, how does this affect consumers, retailers closing down mm. and not catering to their target market anymore? <laughs> the why well, as you were answering this question, I got this visual. And to me, it it, it, it this is a horrible visual, but <laughs> It, to me, it's it's the equivalence of you know when you cut the light on in the kitchen and all the roaches scatter. Oh my god! <laughs> That's so gross. I was not expecting that. And I know. Wait a minute. Oh, sorry. It's okay. I wasn't even expecting that. Note okay. to self: I do not have roaches, but I'm just saying. Like, it's just, it's like I don't know why I got that because it feels like so. When you when a retailer shuts down, it's the equivalent of cutting the lights on, and. All of the customers have to find somewhere to go. They have to find it, oh, and yeah, and, yeah, and they're yeah. scattered. It's it's there's no rhyme or reason to where they're going and why they're going there because they're trying to figure it out. So you're leaving a whole bunch of customers to figure it out. Wow. Yes, like the roaches. So what about those yeah. that are like older, the, the older generation? You know, you got the just the dress forms. Those are the those are, those are the one. Those are the roaches that get. <laughs> they get stepped on. <laughs> oh my god! Because they don't have the no, but they don't have the savvy. <laughs> I hate to say it like that, but they don't have the savviness or the technology to know how to go and find something else. Those Jeez. are the ones that get stepped on. Those are the ones that get left behind. Those those customers that get left behind, they get stomped on, or yeah. Those so are the not ones only do the retailers have to adapt to the change and elevate, so does the consumer. <laughs> exactly. Sheesh. Mm -hmm. So everybody, if you got a smartphone, start using your smartphone. Yeah. Not yeah. For just for GPS, but also for But you once again, but you, you I mean you take my dad's generation, he is a traditional. My dad's a part of that traditional generation. He has a cell phone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my dad would tell me right now. Don't be texting me. I don't know how to check my text messages. Oh my you God. know? I mean, but he's 74. Give him a break. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just happy that he can pick up the cell phone and call me on it. I was just happy that when I downloaded the video program, 
I mean, he worse than a little. He worse than a little kids. He be holding the phone like this, <laughs> you know, all up to his eye. Be like, Daddy, can you move the phone? I can't see your face. Can you move it back? I mean, he's like he's literally like the little kids. You know what I'm talking on the phone talking to my two year old nieces. You know what the be. So it's like, so yeah. I mean, it, it, it's going to take those consumers that are that are not technology savvy. They just drop out of the demographic. Really, literally, that is what happens. They drop out of the demographic and they rely on us, their mm-hmm. children, you know, baby boomers and Generation X to buy for them, to bring them things because they're not going to shop online. Right. They're not going to get on a computer and order a shop. What? No, that's not going to happen. So once again, it falls on us. And that's why you have to have a strategic marketing strategy to once again to think ahead and to know that because that's what's going to be doing the shopping. Not them. It's going to be us. So with your expertise, someone that's interested in starting their own um, store, mm-hmm. would you advise them to go the brick and mortar way or the click in Um, it depends on it, it depends on how much money you have to start your business mm-hmm. and how much product you have because once again in order to have a brick and mortar you have to have some resid- you have to have some capital because you have to buy products you have to have stuff on the shelves and you also have to have enough capital and have your financial structure set up enough to where if some stuff doesn't sell, because just because you buy a pallet of, of $12,000, you know, this pallet costs you $12,000, it might be six months to a year before you get all that $12,000 back. You, yeah. see, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And even though you might mark it up, you, you, you know, you might get, but still to make your actual money that you put in to buy this product, regardless of how, however much you mark it up, you know, however much your profit is, you still, it's not going to, you're not going to get that money back in a week. That's yeah. just not. <laughs> it's you know the same thing as um, planting. Yeah. You're not going to be able to eat your fruit the next day. Exactly. You got to re- yeah, reaping what you sow. Exactly. Some some plants will be good. Most of your plants will be all right. Some plants you have to throw out. Some plants won't even grow at all. And that's just the way it is. I and mean, it's the same thing with products. So if you don't have that money to get your product, and that's just one. That's getting the product is one. Have enough money to buy a product. Then you have to pay rent. Mm-hmm. Then you have to buy, you know, signage, marketing. You have to have money to, to upkeep of the store because you can't. You're still looking raggly. You know what I'm saying? You have to upkeep of the store. You have to pay employees. Um, I mean, once again, that we're going to that overhead thing. There's a lot of overhead that goes into a brick and mortar store. So if you don't have the money to do to keep up with that overhead, then I say no, don't do it. Just go online. But a lot of you know, like I have a a friend now. I'm not going to say any names, but I have a friend now who you know started a clothing. I have several friends actually, you know, that do their clothing online and they sell through Instagram and Facebook, and that's cool. And they're not really seeing the results that they really want to see as far as people purchasing their, their products. And, and, you know, because people think that, Oh, I just opened up an Instagram page. All the money is going to flow in. No, it is not. You still have to take the time to build your brand. You still have to take the time 
to do those fundamental foundational things that once again will reap you the benefits on the back end. Just because you have a cute pair of pants and you post it on Instagram does not mean that they are going to sell. That's great advice. So what are um, the the fundamental things that small businesses need to consider? Okay. Well, number one, building the brand. <laughs> number one. <laughs> number one, number one, building the brand. Um, you know, if you build it, they will come. Yes and no. <laughs> so you have to build your brand. You have to have a good, solid brand. And then you have to figure out who your niche market is. I, case and story in point, this was about about eight years ago. This was, this was a while back. There was this pizza place. I can't think of the name. It opened up on Greenville. God, I can't think of the name. It was this pizza place, but it had a, you could tell that the name, I can't remember what the name was, but the name obviously catered towards Hispanics because it was a, a left of center name. It was a Hispanic name. Mm-hmm. And I went into the store just to kind of, you know, just to check them out and see a new restaurant on Greenville because, you know, I live on Greenville up and that. So went in and checked it out and ended up talking to the manager. Now, this manager, um, <laughs> this manager used to be a manager, a regional manager for Domino's. So oh. he thought because he used to work for Domino's that he could go and open up his own pizza place and be just as successful. So, of course, I gave him my card and said, hey, if you need to do some mailers, you're going to do, you know, want to sit down and do some marketing, you know, I'll I'll talk. So, he immediately took me back into his office. And guess what his first question was? What? I need to figure out how to target people getting their um, welfare checks or getting their food stamps at the first of the month. I need to know how many Hispanics and blacks and da, 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 da are in this area. And I looked at him. Well, I mean, that's not a bad thing because once again, at least he understands who his demographic is supposed to be. Okay. But my first question to him was, you didn't do that research before you opened up this location? Because that's not a location for those type of... No, it is not. Because of where I live, there are some Hispanics, but not the Hispanics you're trying to target. Right. <laughs> not the blacks you're trying to target. We don't get food stamps where I live. <laughs> and there might be some over there, but that's... Did you do that research before you opened up this location? So once again, you've taken all of this capital to open up a restaurant and to even come up with the name that's supposed to cater to that demographic, but you didn't even really do the general research to figure out if this was going to be the best location for that, even if your demographic is even in a five-mile radius of where you opened up your location. Yeah dumb (laughs) so when he asked me that i knew then that i wasn't gonna be able to help him because you can't work backwards it's like building a house and starting with the windows you built a house but you forgot to lay down the concrete foundation yeah i can't help you i'm not even gonna pretend like and honestly if i was that type of business owner i could have taken his money i could have lied to him i could have gave him you know sold him a, a fairy dream but i like to go to sleep at night so he wasn't my type of plan. And mind you, three months later, that piece place closed down. And I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> what piece of place you're talking about. Right, because they because they didn't they didn't last. So you gotta understand who who you're targeting, what your demographic is, because in order for you to understand your demographic, your marketing strategy has to cater to that demographic. Your approach has to be able to go after 
that set of people. And if you do not have the capital and another thing that businesses do not do is they do not set aside a marketing budget, which is one of the craziest and asinine things I've ever heard of. How the hell do you expect for people to find your business if you don't market yourself? Right. That's like that's like building a house and never having an open house. That's like this is what kills me. That's like you being on social media, but your business page is private. I hate that. Uh, why do you? Why is your business page private? That is retarded. That is retarded. That is retarded. It is. That's retarded. It's, it count, it's counterproductive. Right. <laughs> and what I tell people all the time is, I I still volunteer at a lot of events. Because I like to see what's going on and actually get to like sit down with those that are coordinating that. But event. that's smart. You learn by experience. Yes. You learn ding, by watching ding, and observing. Ding, ding, yeah, ding. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the coordinators that I met at, at an art show, he actually said the same thing to me. And he's not even in Dallas. But every time you have an event in Dallas, he's here for two days and he's making well over $15,000 a mm-hmm. night because he invests in marketing. Mm-hmm. He invests in Facebook ads. Mm-hmm. Um, he said he spent about $2,000 in Facebook ads. Mm-hmm. And he was like, it works. Mm-hmm. And while I'm in L.A., my business, my art show is being promoted right. to people in Dallas and right. getting us ready and it's getting it steamed up for that right. uh, art show. Right. And he he's brilliant at it. But you gotta have the money. You gotta have that capital to do that. And number two, I like the fact that you said you brought up customer service too because he's big on this. He's big on making sure that the artists that participate in his art shows, mm-hmm. whatever they sell, they keep. Mm-hmm. And every time an artist sell artwork, they actually take a picture of it and they celebrate their artists. That's, That's nice. Service. That's nice. Yes. And we forget about that. Mm-hmm. You can't. You can't. You can't. Mm-hmm. You can't forget about that. That's nope. that's that's once again, that's fundamental. Yeah. It's fundamental. Yeah. You can't forget about your customers. You can't take your customers for granted. Because I go back to my original point. Our customers are smarter now. <laughs> so if you're taking it for granted and they know you're t- or if they know it, even if they have an inkling or feel like you're taking it for granted, they're not going to be your customer anymore. Facts. Because they got options. And they know they got options. Right. So and there it playing. is. There it, and that part. <laughs> and that part. Okay. I know my work. I right. know the value of my dollar. Exactly. There. So let me take my dollar somewhere else. Right. Because you don't appreciate it. And once again, they have that right. And I don't blame them. Because trust me, I take my dollars somewhere else. Baby, quick. You don't appreciate me? I'm out. Bye. I'm out. Because I work really hard for my money. Exactly. <laughs> I work really hard for my clients. I work really hard for my money. And I don't want to waste my money on someone who is not going to appreciate it. This dollar, I work hard for this dollar. Baby, what? I work hard for the money. <laughs> <laughs> you bro. Fashion Nova and Amazon are killing the game right now. Ooh. 
because they got everything everybody wants. Mm. <laughs> Especially Amazon. Amazon <laughs> got groceries, Man. movies. Not the Listen, they I got just got fashion. some stuff from Amazon today. Don't play. Look, what? Amazon saves me time. You know, let me, let me, let me, let me confess. <laughs> I was slow to the coming. I was an anti-Amazon person. I was like, I saw people order. I was like, just go to Walmart. Ordering stuff on Amazon. Like, I was at a, a political function, and I was telling this one lady about the hair products that I use in my natural hair. Mm-hmm. This is not my hair, y'all. So, <laughs> y'all can't see me, but I'm wearing a really nice it's really hair nice. piece right now. Thank you. So, we digress. But anyway, <laughs> um, so, yes, I was telling about the hair products that I use in my hair. And because we had similar textures, we both kind of got that that engine and that, you know, Caucasian in our family. So our hair texture, you know, a lot of actual black products are really too heavy for my hair. Oh. And so, yeah, it just don't work right. So I have to use some of the white, you know, some like of the Caucasian products. Yeah. And it was a Neutrogena, I think, Neutrogena or Nutris. One of the brands. Oh, uh, fruities. Fruit. Is it fruities? Fruities. I, I have to go. I have to look. I have to look at my app. I use that leave-in conditioner. They have this really good gel. Mm. Oh my god, that is when I say perfect for my hair in the summertime when I wear my natural curls. That is the only thing that it's the only thing that works in this white product. So I was telling her about it, and so she literally opened up her phone and went right to Amazon. She said, "Is this it?" And I was like, "Yeah." Boop. Ordered. It'll be tomorrow. I was like, what is you doing? <laughs> like, what, what is that? Oh, like, like, and all my friends, oh, I just ordered off of Amazon. I just ordered off. And I was like, what? So I don't know how. Just one day I was looking for something that happened to be on Amazon. And then it came the next day. And I've been hooked ever since. So, yeah, so sad. So I just got like, so I had to order a fascinator and some gloves. Some other stuff. I'm going this gala Saturday. Shout out to Jail Turner. But <laughs> on Saturday. And it's a, like a 1940s USO theme or whatever. So I had to, you know, order some things and just came to that. I posted about it already. But yeah, I was like, man, just went just on the Amazon. Yeah, and no run around, no going to Party City, no, you know, one and done. Wow. Doop, 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 click, 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 click. The convenience. Yes. Because time, you know, time is time is a commodity that people are understanding is precious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in this day in life of having to do so much stuff with so little time, you know, any way that you could use convenience and technology to your advantage, I feel like we're doing that. Right. Yeah. I feel like you should. Absolutely. Yeah. And how you feel about Fashion Nova? So, I like Fashion Nova. Um, I, I've only b- bought a few things off of there. Um, I can't say that I, you know, I don't really go... And a lot of this too, because like a lot, once again, I'm plus size. So a lot of their really cute plus size fashion, this stuff, it's like shoe deal. They stuff be gone. It be gone. Be gone. Yeah. You know, the size I need to order it in, it be gone. So, <laughs> you know, and plus if you saw my closet, I don't need any more clothes. <laughs> How do you feel about their marketing though? I think their marketing is ingenious. Yeah. And not to be, not to be funny, I actually, um, I kind of took inspiration. That was one of the reasons why I decided to start the Shoe Deal Ambassador Program. 
Um, I took inspiration because they take real life people wearing their stuff. Of course, I know that they have models, but a lot of the people on their pages is real life people mm-hmm. and they're, re, you know, reposting or, re, you know, and they have their own little set of ambassadors. They send them stuff, they wear it. And it's in its different body shapes, different body styles, different ethnicities. You know what I mean? And so if you can see yourself in their brand, then you would want to buy their brand. Yeah, it's just that simple. Ding ding ding. Yeah, and the fact that you even said the brand ambassador, and do they send, let's let's clear this out? Do they send <laughs> free merchandise to these brand ambassadors for them to post on social media? Who Fashion Nova or yes. Chanel? Fashion Nova. Well, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Um, I can't say I, I don't know their ins and outs of their ambassador program, so I can't speak on that. I only speak on what you do with us. Look at so do you so, guys? We do offer free merchandise in lieu of there are some stipulations in order for you to get your your free merchandise. But yes, we do. We we give gift cards monthly to our ambassadors so that they can go and purchase our product, and then in turn. We ask them to do certain things monthly. Okay. So that was my whole speech. Mm -hmm. Because I have met designers Mm -hmm. that refuse to give up any free merchandise for these so-called influencers that they want to promote their brand. That's stupid. I need some clappers. That's stupid. But where my phone? Oh, it's a, I was just to say, I actually have the, I actually have the clap. I actually have the clap. I tell these people all the time. But that's a designer that doesn't want to eat. Because I first inspiration that comes to my mind is Michelle Obama. Mm. When she, her, the very first inauguration, she was wearing an unknown designer that blew up. She waited after she wore his dress. Right. Do you think she had to pay for it? No. 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 It's I'm called having foresight. So if you if you don't have enough foresight, if you can afford to let someone borrow or even have an item that you want them to promote, then you don't need to be in that business. Amen. You need to go back to the drawing board. Amen. Because even my my business is service-based. Right. And but, so is mine. Right. So even but I... But I offer free services. That's what I'm saying. I mean, yeah, and I, it, I do trade in a minute. Exactly. I, trade and barter is not dead. Let me, oh! Let me say, hashtag Trade and barter is not dead. Let me say one more again for the people in the camera. Trade and barter is not dead. It's not dead. At all. It's not dead. No. No. It's not. You got something I want. I got something you want. Let's figure this out. Yeah. Even if it's partial monetary value, trade and barter is not dead. It's not dead at all. It's still the number one currency. And, And honestly... Watching all these shows, Walking Dead, The Purge, and all these other shows, trade and barter is still going to be the currency when it's all said and done. When all this technology kills out, trade and barter, and all the money is gone, all the coins are non-existent, trade and barter will still be the number one way to do business, period. And that's how it started. Right. Oh, you got some apples? I got some oranges. Can I get five of your apples? You can right. Five of my oranges. Right. Sure. Trade and barter is still, still alive. Still sure. current. I tell people all the time, if it was up to me, we'd be trading apples and oranges. Yes. It wouldn't be no no, no yes. kind of money. Yeah. Because 
Y'all don't know how to act. It gets to y'all brain and y'all forget. But then, once again, you know, everybody, but you, you once again, you have to vet people because everybody don't know how to trade and barter. No, no, no. <laughs> First of all, it has to be equivalent. So if I give you $1,000 worth of my services, you got to give me the same right. of your, your product or your service. Right. You got to be fair. Yep. In a timely manner. Let me at the end of In a timely manner. manner. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nicki Minaj actually uh spoke on this in the mus- in the music industry. Did she? Uh-huh. She said that she had traded off a few songs, but when it's time for her to uh, you know, create her album mm-hmm. and she reached out to those same artists, it, they, they like really they know slow them. to it. Yeah. They hesitate. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, but bro, I done wrote a few songs for you. I done said a verse for you. And you can't even. Because people are selfish. And that's why I said you have to vet people. You can't you can't trade and barter with everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, and that's what they're I don't, that's I don't that trade from. and barter with those that are not consistent. Right. If you're not consistent, I can't. Mm-hmm. If I don't see you hustling on a consistent basis, right. no. Don't even and that's why, honestly, with my business, with Caldwell Creative, I honestly stopped doing full trade and barter because of that, because I've done some trade and barters where I didn't see, like I, I gave my benefit and they were real slow to to, to, to to make good on their benefit. So I feel like now the most, the, the, the most I'll do is 50% because I, I need you to, cause I feel like when you pay into it, you're a little bit more invested. And that's just me from my own personal experience and my own business. But I feel like when you pay into it, there's a certain level of investment that you had to come out of your pocket and that you had to give. And so I feel like you're a little bit more accountable. When when you when there's no skin in the no real skin in the game, mm. you don't care. Yeah. You don't you don't you don't you don't G A F. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> not gonna, exactly. Not say that on air, but yeah. And that's how I feel about, you know, a few uh, designers that came to me and they don't believe in paying for designer fees to participate in the fashion but show. Why? But I know for but a you're, fact. But you're giving them an opportunity and it costs you money to put on this production. No. Yeah. It, I mean, they wouldn't complain if they were a part of some other big organization. They had to pay a vendor booth fee. What's, it's, the same, it's the same difference. It's the same thing. It's the same difference. And I, I learned the hard way because my mm-hmm. very first fashion show, there wasn't no designer fees. And I had people that was late. Mm-hmm. I had people that wasn't taking it seriously. Because there was no investment. It was no investment. no investment. But as soon as I put that dollar amount to mm-hmm. it, I am fully impressed by those that call me and say, hey, Brie, what's going on? Right. I ain't heard from you. Where's right. the emails? Right. I know you care just as much as I do. Exactly. And that's what you need. That's what I that's want. That's what you need. Yeah. That's what, that's what you need. Forget what you want. That's what yeah, you need. Yeah, that's what I need, too. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. Right. Facts. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming out. Are you welcome? You dropped a lot of gems. Thank you. And I think a lot of um, up and coming entrepreneurs will learn a lot from this. Well, listen, I've been doing this a long time. I've been in the industry for 25 years. I've had my business, Caldwell Credit, for 13 years. I've been working with Shoe Deal for eight. And, And even before I started working with Shoe Deal, I mean, all while I was in college and grad school, I was working retail. And oddly enough, the, 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 because of, you know, this is what the marketing and all this stuff is it just is what I was doing. I always, even though I've never, I never really wanted the title of manager or assistant manager. I was always still second in command. I was always the one that they always came to. And in all the stores I ever worked in, I was always the one that was doing the merchandising. I was always, you know what I'm saying? Because this is what I love to do. Like this is in some form of fashion. It was, 
it's just what I love. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I really get excited when I, you know, now that I work with you because I get to marry my love of fashion, my love of retail, plus my love of marketing and, and social media and strategy. I get, to, I get to put all my loves into one basket and have a field day. So it's really exciting. But I will tell you, I mean, and, you know, me and the owner of Shoe Deal, we've really sat down and had some real conversations because the climate is changing. Yes, it is. It's scary. You can't ignore it. No, you cannot. I mean, you'd be a complete and utter fool if you did. It's like watching the news and the forecast to tell you it's going to rain the next day and you go outside with no umbrella. No, no. You go outside with some shorts and some open-toe sandals. <laughs> Come on. Where they do that at? But you know people in Texas go outside what? looking like that all day. Honestly, all nice day. <laughs> Texas weather is so bipolar. I mean, sometimes... You know, you know it's somebody out there right you know, now. Catch Period. <laughs> you know it's somebody out right, right now because you know it's Absolutely. raining outside. With some open toe sandals, talking about. Well, I can't believe I don't have no shoes on. <laughs> you saw, you saw it wasn't. You saw the, the sky was gray when you left the house this morning. You saw that. You want to pay attention? Ignored it. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. how can people follow Shoe Deal and also follow you? All right, so Shoe Deal. We are. You can follow us. Our website is www. Now, Shoe is not S H O E. It's S H U. D-E-A-L dot com. That's shoedeal.com. And you can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and our handle is at S-H-U-Deal 997. So shoedeal 997. That's our handle across platforms. Um, and I would implore you to follow us on Facebook and Instagram because we are always posting um new shoes new styles um we have the fashion show like we said coming up november 9th and we also have a private shopping event coming up oh. november 17th but you need to be an elite email subscriber okay you just can't be a regular email subscriber you need to be an elite email subscriber so you need to text elite are y'all ready? Mm -hmm. You need to text ELITE to 214-470-6061 in order to get the link to sign up to be on our ELITE list. Okay? So if you don't go sign up, then you will not be invited to our special shopping event November 17th. And trust me, it is where you want to be. We, last time we had, uh, I forgot, I think it was in August. Oh my God, we had so much fun. It, it sounded like it. I mean, they killing. It was people walking up there with 20 pairs of shoes because we really have a really nice setup. We give a really nice discount. But if you're a 90 lead member, then sorry about you. No. <laughs> so that's shoe deal. And then to follow me, once again, my business name is Caldwell Creative. Um, you can follow me. My website is ccmd, the number one dot com. One tx for texas so can you repeat that one more time c c m d the number one texas tx.com well not dot com sorry <laughs> yeah that's the handle 
Okay, you guys, make sure you uh, keep up with Adora. If you have any questions or concerns regarding Shoe Deal, you can hit her up or you can also follow Shoe Deal as well. Make sure you text that phone number so you can be invited to that shopping, that private yes. shopping event. Yes. You do not want to miss out. And of course, you do not want to miss out on the 6th Annual Bremore Productions Fashion Show. It will take place Saturday, November 9th at Woo-hoo. Arts Mission Oak Cliff. It's yes. an all sanctuary, so it's going to be theatrical. Unique, creative, yes, and we put on for the city, so you guys should absolutely put come on out. for my city. Hey, my shout city. out to Triple D. Hi, hi. 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 <laughs> thank you guys so much for supporting the Bremore Productions podcast. Until next time, peace.